Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to a very special episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. Special, not just because of the people, i.e. Christy McQueen and Justin Winters, who just hit his head trying to pop a Skittle into his mouth with no hands. Not just because of the holiday, Oh Hallow's Eve. Not even just because Justin dropped said skill on the ground. No. <laughs> it's because we have wine and candy breath. And we are here, mofos! Sup. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I hope that everybody listens to this on November 1st or 2nd and goes, Wow, you guys are late on the uptake. Why didn't we get this on Halloween? And I'm going to be like, well... There is no good reason. What do we look like? Robots. Do I look like Smarter Child to you? I've been on a Smarter Child kick today. Justin didn't know what Smarter Child was. I had to explain it to him. I mean, I mean Skittles. He is. That's the sound of his TMJ cracking, so, by so the way. So it's actually Halloween. It's like 9.57 p.m. And we haven't had one kid knock on our door. This is why Justin has been drinking wine. I drink wine just because I like it. Justin's like, there have been no children. And he drank wine. We have so much We have so much Skittles to give. Is that why you're eating them now? The mini packets of Skittles. That's what I'm talking about, you guys. Like the fun size that no longer contain gelatin. These are depression Skittles. Depression Skittles? Mm-hmm. You're depressed? Dude, we got all these Skittles. We're ready. We got a pumpkin. We did have a pumpkin. Who, you know, looks nice. I even took Maggie's bandana with the pumpkins on it off of her body and put it on the doorknob outside so people would know we're like Halloween friendly. I'm gonna look like I'm gonna leave like a trail of Skittles down the stairs, like outside. Here's the problem. A, we live in an apartment. And no matter like Honestly, no matter where you live in L.A., if you live in an apartment, you're not going to have a high turnout of kids. You're just not. Even though this apartment is much nicer than our old one. Can you imagine kids coming by our old apartment, going through the creepy hallway, and they're like, Mommy, why did they make it so scary for Halloween? And the girl's like, nope, this is just how it is. Mommy, why is that woman dressed like a porn star? Because she is one. <laughs> oh! Yay! Yeah, our porn star neighbor. In our old apartment, not our new one. But yeah, I mean, someday we will live in a place where kids come by for candy. I keep saying, let's buy a house. Oh, okay. Let's... That's my movement of let's do it now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he looks like, like Mario trying to run or something. <laughs> it's not really working out for him. Let me check my pockets for that $2 million in cash. Well, I know you need a lot, but you don't need $2 million to buy a house. Well, if I'm going to go, I'll go big. What, I, want, I want a pool. No three hundred grand house ain't doing it for you? Just goes farther in places that are not L.A. What, 300 grand or 2 million? Both. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, so it's Halloween day. Night. Night. No kids have come by. Wah. 
So we're sad. So but we had wine and Skittles. So we had wine and Skittles. And good plenty. And, and good and plenty. And apple pie. <laughs> we did. And a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my God, we're 12. I know. But then you were like, oh, Chrissy, if I made egg rolls from the freezer in the microwave, would you share them with me? And I was like, nope, you're on your own. <laughs> what do you want from me, woman? <laughs> Kids didn't come by. Long day at work. Skittles in my mouth. You were like, I know who'd compliment these Skittles, egg rolls. That's the good thing about being an adult. You can have a dinner of Skittles, egg rolls, peanut butter, jelly sandwiches, and apple pie. Somewhere our mothers are listening to this and being like, oh my stars. It's not like we eat like that all the time. Just just every other night. Once a week. <laughs> I didn't even take my vitamin today. I'm totally protesting. Here. Have a Skittle. It's practically the same thing. Thanks, Justin. Here, I just ate a green one. Ooh, do you feel sexy now? Yes, or is I that do. only work with M and M's? I think it's M and M's. Oh man. So anyway, <laughs> in, in the spirit of the podcast, like every week, we had to watch two movies that Chrissy has never seen before. Note that he said two movies, not one movie and a freaking mini mini series that never ends. It was. It wasn't even a mini series. It was two parts. So you told me it was a mini series. It was a TV movie broken up. What? Whatever. Okay, Nielsen numbers. No, <laughs> I was just going on what you said. You were like, so I was like, why is this the longest movie ever? And you were like, God, that was a mini series. TV movie, mini series. What the hell? Point being, we had a Stephen King double feature, and we watched uh, the nineteen ninety TV mini series movie, whatever it. High T about. Scary monster clown. And the nineteen eighty nine flick, as Chrissy likes to call them, Pet Cemetery with an S. Justin. Chrissy had never seen either one of those. Have you read either or both of the books by Stephen King? I have. Both? The, both of them. Really? Way, way like I can't even remember them. Okay. So like, you can't really ascertain whether one was better than the other movie versus book. Um I liked the the book a lot more than the movie for it, um, obviously. Even though it's like fourteen hundred pages long. <laughs> it's what like you read when you were like nine. It's like a mega book. Of course. Like if you wanted to kill someone, you would grab it off the shelf and then just knock them. <laughs> um, so the, other one? the so the book is way more detailed and fleshed out and stuff. Oh my god, Justin! I could fit my whole face in this wine glass. Because you got a pretty small face, and that's a huge wine glass. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery. I remember the book being pretty good. Yeah, it's not as long, and neither is the movie. I gotta tell you, I thought Pet Cemetery was a comedy. Oh, we'll get to that in a sec. Let's talk about it first. Okay. So, Chrissy, I don't know how you've never seen it before, because it's one of those. It's got one of those classic horror movie characters that you're just like, what? Honestly, when I think of it, all I think of is, like, one of those old-timey movie trailers where they're like, you can't escape it. It is coming for you. And it's, like, not really what you're thinking of as the movie It, but, like, that was my only understanding of It. So when I was like, we're going to watch It, you were like, yeah. And I was thinking of those things, like old-time movies where it's, like, slime. <laughs> like the blob? Yeah, which I haven't seen either. But we, okay, so we watched It, though. 
Yes, we did. All like three hours of it. Oh and my Chrissy, god, it was so long. Chrissy. The only thing that is allowed to be that long is Titanic. Well, here's the problem. Getting Chrissy to actually sit down and start the movie takes about as long as the TV miniseries. <laughs> like, There's so much to do. There's dinner and washing dishes and feeding the dog and washing my face and brushing my teeth. But nothing that you really have to do then. Chrissy will find stuff to do just to not have to start the movie. No, but if I don't do it then, that means I'm doing it at like 1230 and then I'm tired and cranky. It was the friggin' weekend. It was like a Friday. It doesn't matter. I get tired and cranky. So what do you think of it? The TV miniseries movie? I feel like it was if was like if they mixed Stand By Me with that one movie that we saw a while ago for the podcast about clowns and like cotton candy. Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yes. Yes. If Stand By Me were, were mixed with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it would be it. Wow, that's a really accurate mix-up that I just made. Mix-up? Yeah, like a mashup. <laughs> it's a free mixed up about it. <laughs> kind of. And it is in no way equated to either of those things. Oh my god, are you kidding me? It totally is. I, I can see Stand By Me. Here's the thing about it. It's about an hour's worth of good movie in a three-hour movie. <laughs> the, 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 kid, the kid parts are... Infinitely better than the stand the, by me part. The adult, the adult parts of the movie. Absolutely. Um, it's almost like they had two different directors. The adults were horribly miscast too, as their adult child counterparts. Because I didn't believe any of them. I was like, "There's no way that that is old Jonathan Brandis," or like, "There's no way that that woman is the same girl that we saw." Or any of the other side characters. I'm like, I don't even know who they were supposed to be as kids because they look nothing like their kid counterpart. So they lost you there? Completely. Okay. 120%. Like, I didn't even care. I can't tell you how many times I turned to you and asked you. I was like, which kid is he supposed to be? You like John Ritter? Harry Dean Anderson? John Ritter was in this? Yes. Which kid was he? He played the guy with beard. He was the fat kid. He was the fat kid? Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize him with the beard. And the funny thing is, is I saw his name in the opening credits. <laughs> so throughout the whole three hours, you were thinking, where's John Ritter? No. Is I, he the clown? Again, attention span of like five seconds. I saw the opening credits and was like, oh, John Ritter's in this. Completely forgot. Watched the whole thing. But when he came up on screen, watch. I'm like, John Ritter. No, you didn't. You didn't announce him. Yes, I did. You did not. You asked who that was. Chrissy, also, again, you constantly ask questions throughout the movie that I have to answer. Sometimes with them being really long-winded, like an SAT question. <laughs> and so you just totally stop paying attention to the screen for the whole time for like five minutes while you're asking this question. That's probably when John Ritter came on the screen. Probably. You're probably like, what's this clown doing? Wait, why is he a dog? <laughs> this, it had, is he a shapeshifter? <laughs> it had the problem of... Brom Stroker's Dracula with you. <laughs> too many, too much shape shifting for Chrissy. Again, going back to Brom Stroker's, Stroker's just Dracula. Like, and just like that movie, the best part about this entire movie, all three hours, is Pennywise the Clown, played by Tim Curry. Like, if you had to take one thing and lift it and put it in, like, an entire different movie based on the book It... Which they're planning on doing, apparently, if, like an actual feature film and not a miniseries or TV movie. I think they could take Tim Curry as Pennywise and put him 
in a totally new you high? movie. No. I'm serious. You're kidding me. He's the best part about the movie. No, he's not. Every time he came on the screen, I was like, oh, make it stop. And he'd be like, wah, wah, I'm a clown. Am I scary? Wah. And I'm like, this sucks. And then you'd be on the side and you're like, aren't clowns scary, Christy? I'm like, no, they're freaking annoying. Well, your impression of him just didn't make any sense. So you sure you watched the same movie as I did? He did. Come here, little Georgie. Come get your sailboat. Sounds more like Animal from the Muppets. Um, nah, dude. I'm not gonna lie. When I was 10 years old and I first saw this movie on TV, it, it kind of scared me. Kind of or a lot of? Well, it's creepy. There's a lot of creepiness in this movie. I, all the creepiness doesn't really pan out in the end, as we'll talk later. <laughs> but individually, there's individual scenes that creep me out. Like the whole kid getting his arm ripped off. By the clown. Yeah, that, that that was creepy. That's creepy. And, like, there's a lot of creepiness ensconced in the whole let's walk through the sewers thing. There's, uh, like, uh, there's a scene where Jonathan Brandis, may rest in peace, ladybugs. Um, <laughs> may rest in peace, Sequest, DSV. He was looking at the, like, the old photo album from his little brother's room and, like, his, the picture of his little brother winked at him. And then it started, like, moving the pages, and then it started bleeding on the floor. And then his parents come in, and Chrissy's favorite part... One of Chrissy's favorite parts about this this TV movie is the fact that none of the parents notice when blood... <laughs> like, everything's bloody. Which is Chrissy's, like, worst nightmare, by the way. Because if something was, like, really bloody and dirty like that, and, like, the parents just walk in and, like, smear themselves with blood and all this stuff. And Chrissy's like, are they blind? There's blood everywhere. Well, it wasn't explained that they couldn't see it. They were just like walking in and being like, what are you doing? And I'm like, he was looking through the photo album and they got all bloody. Isn't that obvious? And they'd be like, put this away. And I'm like, didn't they notice that it was bloody? And then they'd walk away. And then that one semi-pedophiliac father walked in on Beverly and he was like smearing her face in the blood. And I was like, come on. He's like smearing her face in it. He can totally see it. Totally. He couldn't see it. Evidently. And she had to keep cleaning it up. Like, she cleaned it up and, like, another blood balloon would See, now burst. here's the stupid thing. At that point, I'd be like, if I'm the only one that can see it, why am I going to continue to clean because it Because you're you. That's what I'm saying. If this was you, imagine you. I wouldn't clean it up. I've come a long way. When I was a that kid. That was our bathroom. Like, if you came Justin, home and I was just, like, sitting on the couch and, and you, like, went to the bathroom that's, like, oh, blood everywhere. Oh, for a second. I'm not I talking. Like, I just murdered someone. I'm not talking about like you know piles. I'm talking about like actual dirt and grime. You wouldn't believe how dirty I used to keep my room and my bathroom. Oh, I I understand. I used to. I know. <laughs> I tried to sleep in your old bed a, cu- a couple times, and like I find like Office Depot under my head. <laughs> well, that was no. That's clutter. That's different from dirt. Like, okay, so you're saying you come home from work, I might just sit on the couch, like, watching Sports Center or whatever, and you walk in the bathroom, it's covered with blood, you wouldn't be like, you gotta clean that up? <laughs> no, well, You'd be like, different. let's just leave it there. No, if you were there, I'd be like, Justin, if I were a kid, I'd be like, if I'm the only one that can see it, and if I clean it up, it's just gonna happen again, my logical brain tells me to not clean it anymore. Okay, I got a change up. It's not blood, it's puke. Clean it. See? Every time. There you go. Chrissy hates puke. Um, okay, so... 
Who is likes there... puke? Who is listening to this podcast right now and is like, well, not me, Chrissy. I love puke. No, there, but there's certain buttons in terms of puke, cockroaches. Like if you filled a, like a little baby pool full of puke and cockroaches and told Chrissy, if you if you dive into that baby pool, I would give you $50 billion. Chrissy would be like... No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chrissy would be like, let's discuss this. <laughs> no, thanks. Can I wear a wetsuit and have like a ski mask? <laughs> Not ski mask, but like a diving mask. Can I be in that bubble like Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> then i do it. Wow. Is there anything about the movie It that you actually really enjoy? Jonathan Brandis. You did. You liked his hair. No, it's not just... I, and, then, I had... and then you're like, what happened to him? And I was like, he's dead. Oh, yeah. And you're like, How? He hung himself. Very sad. I Well, I had an epiphany. Epiphany? I did. About my younger self and watching this. And I mentioned it to you when I was watching Brandis. I was like, I just realized, like, the key to why I used to like every guy that I liked in the celebrity culture when I was young, it's all, like, related to the hair. He had that, like, young version of a Leonardo DiCaprio haircut from the 90s. And that explains why I was into him. Uh... Eric Von Detten, um, Jacob Young, and a whole bunch of other, like, blonde pretty boys. And that was totally my diet. Makes sense. I had an epiphany. I'm so happy for you. You should be. I learned a lot. I liked his hair better and again, his starring role in Ladybugs. <laughs> with, uh, what was that chick that was in Ladybugs with him? Ronnie Dangerfield? Vanessa Shaw, was that her name? Oh. I don't know, but that movie made me want to play soccer as a chick. Isn't that what that movie was about? Mm. Didn't he dress up as a chick? Yeah, that's totally what that movie was about. I just remember Rodney Dangerfield. That was like being just one of the guys play soccer. What? I just remember Rodney Dangerfield being the coach. He was the coach. It was true. That's really all I remember. And red and black jerseys. He, uh, Jonathan Brandis wore like a, a blonde like uh, soccer mom wig, and that's how he played. As a chick on the team. Nice. Ladybugs, check it out. I will. <laughs> You've never seen it? I have. I Obviously, I just couldn't remember. You obviously forgot what it was about. I don't want to danger field was in it. <laughs> That's all I remember. Oh, it's funny. I remember that. Um. Okay, so Jonathan Brain. Back to it. So, yeah, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed, honestly, the interaction of the kid when it didn't have anything to do with Pennywise. The kids, I should say. Um... Yeah, I enjoy how so they became a grew, how, they, how they became friends, how each one had a unique strength and weakness. Seth Green, our friend Seth Green was in right, this. Right, Seth Green was in this, our good, our good chum. Our good drinking buddy. The werewolf. Mustache buddy. Yep. <laughs> um, he likes Twitter. I like Twitter. <laughs> anyway, so they all, they, they, they all have their strengths and their weaknesses as children. And who, was the comp- weak, who was the weakest kid uh, acting-wise? Acting wise, yes, probably whoever I can't remember. Let's see who I can remember. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I can remember the asthma kid, uh huh, the fat kid, uh-huh. Jonathan Brandis, Beverly, the black kid. That's five. There are two, two more. more. See, these are the weakest links because I can't remember them very well. Whoa, one of them's my favorite. Really? Yeah. Which one? Seth Green and the Jew. Oh, Seth Green. And the Jew. The Jew? Yeah. The guy, the, the guy, the Boy Scout. The kid that, the kid that went, you know, they, they ended up 
thinking they're killing Pennywise halfway through, and they said, if he ever comes back, promise me. Promise me that you'll come back to the shitty town that we live in <laughs> so we can fight this friggin' clown yet again. Wait, but and the Jew kid, what did he grow up to be? He grew up to be the dad from License to Drive. You remember? And he got the call that it's like, can you come back? And he's like, sure. Yeah, I got that call. <laughs> no, but he went in the bathroom and slit his wrists. Oh, that kid. Yeah. I was like, screw that guy. He denied our pact. Uh, our, yeah. Our stupid 30 But why was he one pact. of your favorites then? You said he was no, one I of your said favorites. Seth Green. Seth Green's one of my favorites. Oh. You didn't remember him. Um, yeah, he, I guess that kid that you just mentioned, Slit My Wrists Kid, was my least favorite. Especially after he was, like, talking about making babies with his wife ten minutes earlier. Right? Not cool, man. That phone call made him just, like, walk into the bathroom and kill himself. Right. I'm sure his wife was thrilled. If it was been you, if it's like, I'm, I'm the black guy having to call everybody, I'm like, Chrissy, hello? Hi. So you remember that clown that we fought? All these years ago here in Derry. Wait, the one from Circus Circus? No, and not the killer clown from outer space. I'm talking about the clown who shapeshifts into werewolves and mummies and... <laughs> You're talking about Sam Merlot from True Blood? That That doesn't exist yet, the book or the, or the TV series on HBO. <laughs> Just come back, will you? You don't have much going on. <laughs> Where am I going? Come to Derry, damn, damn it! <laughs> We're last, last time. I can't. I gotta go. Okay. I'm gonna go kill myself because it takes too long to tell you about this. <laughs> so how frustrated I am with you. You supposed to? I supposed to be like remember, and you supposed to like flashback to some crazy like scene you're like when you were a kid. And That's the beauty of having early Alzheimer's. You're <laughs> like what? Chrissy's flashback would involve the the it monster again shape shifting into a gigantic cockroach, or that happened to Beverly on the kitchen, not kitchen, um, the dining table at the restaurant that looked like the Great Wall. No, I'm talking about like gigantic cockroach. No, because that's that doesn't lend itself to realism, and a part of being scared is being realistically scared. No, I'm being serious now. How about the Wolfman and the mummies? That's ridiculous. I wouldn't be scared by those things because they're not realistic. But each person had like their individual thing that they were afraid of, and like the 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 inhaler kid was scared of taking a shower, so they stalked him with shower heads. Oh yeah. Anyway, I'd been scared of that though, and I like showers. So you would have been like, yay. Well, they were, no, they were like snake molest, shower molest heads. Molest shower heads. They could burn you. They could burn you. Right. I was scared of that. Not of showers themselves, but of that. Well, I'm saying gigantic cockroach over hot shower. Well, no, because I'd be like, that's just a man in a costume. If it's like a legit it be, It would be like a, something from the fly. Gross. Okay. I'd be really scared. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, Wouldn't you? Huh? Wouldn't you be? Scared? Scared of a gigantic cockroach? Yes. Yes. Well, okay, fine. But that wouldn't be what they would scare me with. They'd scare me with like a gigantic... Rat or snake. Rat or... I'm, I'm better with snakes than rats. I mean, rats are scary, dude. Why are you so scared of rats? Because they carry freaking diseases. I'm not scared of rats. And they're gross. 
One time when I was in college, I woke up one morning. I was, oh, I know what you did one time in college. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. No, that's not this story. It's this one. I I was living in this really like small little house um, at UNC, and I woke up this woke up in the morning because I had to go to work as a camp counselor, and I went to the bathroom, went to take a piss, open up the 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 commode or whatever, and there was a rat just like sitting in the toilet, and I was like. I like scream so loud you couldn't hear it like dogs could eat. Maybe that's why you were scared because I think rats are a distinctly more East Coast thing. This was like a gigantic rat. This isn't like a mouse that you feed to your snake. This is like mutation, like splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sitting in my sitting in my toilet. Well, that's just what I'm splashing saying. around. I'm saying maybe it's a a thing that's to be more feared because I really think that rats in general, like those kind of rats that you're talking about, are more of an East Coast thing. We don't have big rats like that here. Or gigantic mosquitoes. So anyway. Obviously, every rat I've ever had has been cute and cuddly, and I've pet it and held it. <laughs> it doesn't really hold up over the years. Now oh, that no, it's, it doesn't. Now that it's like twenty, twenty-one years old. Wow, so dated. Well, here's the here's the problem. Again, it's a TV movie, so it's obvious when you watch it that it there's built-in commercial breaks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like something terrible would happen. And then be like something really cool, and then it'd be terrible, and that would be pretty much every segment. And you're just like, wow, this is like a roller coaster of boredom. But not like a yeah, I was gonna say not like a good roller coaster of like love. No, it's like like, it's like down. If this was the roller coaster, like none of this or this, it's just all like just small, small small little waves. He looks like he's doing like a little EKG, like not like a big you know up down up down. He's doing like a little EKG of waves. But I overrule you by saying that Tim Curry as Pennywise is the best thing about this movie. Are you scared of clowns? Am I scared of clowns? Yes. If, if they try to pull my arm off or turn into a freaking spider thing. No, but in general, like, are you afraid of clowns? Not really. I mean, they can be kind of creepy, but I'm not afraid of them. Okay. Because my mom is scared of clowns, and I could see why this would really scare her. Oh, <gasps> we should show this to her. But, like, I'm not scared of clowns particular. I don't think they're funny either. And I'm not necessarily neutral. You I don't go don't to a lot like of circuses them. or anything to see clowns. No, but I know what they're about. I'm not stupid. I know what they're about. And I don't think they're particularly funny. And I don't think that... And I think they can be creepy, but I also don't think that they're particularly scary because they are so ridiculous looking. Creepy and scary are two different things. Clowns are creepy, sure. But I don't find them to be particularly frightening. They can also be really sad. Well, creepy and sad. Like Smokey Robinson once said, Tears of a Clown. Oh. No? Okay. So, the worst part about it, by far, by far, is, and I knew this as a 10-year-old, of course, the ending. (laughs) Oh, geez, Louise. The ending to this movie is epically horrible. I yes. mean, oh my god, Bev slingshots this insect, which apparently is Pennywise, but in insect form. First, like, it bounces off the top of its head. Isn't that the great thing? Like, throughout the movie, I know you say you weren't scared or creeped out or anything, but if you were 10 years old, you'd be creeped out. I'm and scared. sure. It's and you're, your you're waiting three hours, you're like, oh man, what are they going to face? What's the pain? Holy sh- I'm going to shit my pants waiting. 
what are, what is going to round the bend? And all of a sudden, it's like this little like uh, spider thing. You're like, is that it? Like, is it? Is you that, don't even know. Yeah, you're like, is it? It's not like clearly defined. Is that his like watchdog that he sent just like no, ahead wait. of him? Let's reenact this for a minute. Let's do like radio theater, okay? Okay. So here comes the spider arachnid, and here I come to fight you. And I'm like, I'm gonna fight. Ooh, what a pretty white ray you have. I'm just gonna stare at it now. And then his friend's like, No, don't stare at the white light. Wow, you're right. It's super pretty. I have asthma, and I'm going to blow my asthma medication. I don't believe in, in you. In your face. No, no, he went. I believe in the Easter Bunny. I believe in Santa Claus. But I don't believe in you. This is battery acid. And then he went, You slime. And then, yeah, and then he like sprayed his asthma inhaler at this arachnid's face. And when that didn't work, the arachnid crushed him. Yeah, he just picked him up. He's like, (laughs) Except it wasn't obvious that he died. Like, then he sent him down afterward and everybody was like, Oh, hold on. And he was like, You know, whatever his nickname was. What was his nickname? Because he's like, What happened to him? No, wait, no, wait. What was his nickname? Eddie Spaghetti. And they were like, hold on, Eddie Spaghetti. He was like, for the last time, he meant it literally, I told you not to call me that. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is he really dead? Like, he doesn't know wounds. And you were like, they're internal. Wait, we gotta, but we got to rewind like five minutes to him saying, I'm, I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah, and it's, by the way, decided at this point that they are 40. And I'm like, he's a real life 40-year-old virgin. He lived with his mother. Oh, insane. His mother... Became so widowed for the okay, second wait, time. So back to our ding ding imitation bell of the arachnid. Okay, so we're all three of us now of the six are staring to the white light. No, so he drops drops the guy and the like the, the little funny little spider thing like goes over the heel, and so the people were like, "Let's finish this," and they like look at each other and it's like they nod and there's a commercial break, <laughs> and then it comes back and they're like looking for the freaky little spider thing and the spider thing's just like hanging out in the corner and so they look at each other they're like let's finish this again just in case they no, didn't remember you the forgot, you forgot about bev like with the with the slingshots I, I was getting at that whole thing where bev takes slingshots of silver at the at the arachnid and it's not working and she like bounces it off of its head and it doesn't even seem to notice or care and then she has to go find the silver and they're like come on bev you're our last hope you're an a plus shot man i was like really because she missed the last three and oh. then like she hits it into its stomach and the stomach doesn't burst or open it just glows and then... Who cares about that shit? Nah, well, that was leading up Number to Number one, wh- wh- why are they throwing silver at it anyway? I don't know. Did they go... They thought some, they were vampires. Did they do some mass research in that library or They're anything? Like, this is really a vampire. Just like, look at this silver. Let's, like, hit it with this. With the slingshot, not even because a gun. Because it's not a vampire, it's... By the way, aren't they old enough now to register for a gun and, like, have a gun brought with them? No, it's still a slingshot at 40 years old. Why don't you just get a bazooka if you're going to... Right, I mean, go for it. Or lure the the clown thing out into the forest and burn the forest. Or trap him in the circular creek. Hey, okay. This is not Blair Witch. So anyway, so they go back to finish it. And they see that the the spire's just like chilling over the bend. So what do they do? They decided to go run up on it and start and beating push it. push it over. <laughs> push it over. Like it's like a cow asleep <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, it was like the cow 
cow-tipped it. They cow-tipped the spider and then, like, started, like, with their bare hands, like, pulling out body parts. They started beating it with, beating it with their fists. They're like, we're so angry. We're going to take out our anchor on you. And and I that's the point when I turned to you and I was like, I said two things. I was like, seriously? This is, is this Is this how it ends? This is stupid. This is how they defeat... Pennywise the clown who shapeshifted into an arachnid? And B, is this Pennywise shapeshifted into an arachnid? Because that wasn't fully explained either. And you were giggling the whole time. Because the whole ending is so bad. But was I... You didn't answer me. Like, I'm asking you again. Like, was that Pennywise shapeshifted into an arachnid? You read the book, so I'm asking. It doesn't matter if you read the book. The the movie's horrible. Uh, Yes, that's, that's what it was. Oh, and was it that easy to kill them? Kill the arachnid slash Pennywise in the book? Uh, no, it lasted for at least seven chapters. I can't remember. I read it when I was like eight, nine Come years on, old. Guys, just push him over, and then we can pull out his heart and stuff. Do arachnids have hearts? Because that's what they pulled out. Guess it did. Mummies, clowns have hearts. Mummies have hearts. You're like mummies. Mummified hearts. Wolf, wolf men have hearts. All right. Um, no, but, and then that's not even the end. So they're like, well, promise me if this thing ever <laughs> reassembles itself and comes back 30 years from now. And the one guy's like, I'm not coming back when I'm 70. And I was like, no, you're not. Their grandchildren has to come and push over the spider. And, and then, then it occurred to me that chronologically they would be almost 70 right now and i was like "Uh oh is a sequel in the works well that's the thing you know they need to make a movie that's not three hours long that moves a little faster that the adults part actually is not as laughable as it is in the tv it's ridiculous movie. the casting was so bad and you can make it scarier because again it was a tv movie they couldn't you know Go crazy with it. And also, it was like 1990, by the way, going on like 1984 as far as the fashion is concerned, the facial hair and the hairdos of all of the adult um, grown kids. I was like, seriously. But your favorite scene was when the um, Jonathan Brandis, um, him as an adult in his cool little ponytail, has to Ugh. take his wife who's become comatose because she was captured by... <laughs> The oh spider God, clown this. thing. The gaze. The white gaze. And so he's like, I know. I'll take her on my bike. Do you know what it reminded me <laughs> like, of? Like, Rad the movie. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? Cowboys and aliens. Cowboys and aliens? Yeah, where like, every all of the hostages were comatose, and then they were like, some of them were gonna be slow to snap them out. And then like, the one woman was like, I remember you, like, right away, and everyone else <laughs> didn't remember anybody. That's totally, that's totally, that's, that's right. I forgot about how terrible that movie was. It's the same thing. You know what the the cowboys should have done? They should have gotten on their bikes <laughs> and then put those people who are comatose on the handlebars and then just drive through traffic. Right. Yeah. Not even like go downhill or go through the park or like a scenic route where they're like, she's like, I smell the daffodils. No. Go through traffic in sh- Vancouver. Can, can you be comatose and still shit your pants? <laughs> like... She's still comatose, but she just shits at her pants. Well, no, because he's knows. like, that didn't work. Credit goes to the actors because she was like, oh, I'm awake. Ah! Like she realized they were in traffic pretty quickly. What a terrible idea this was. Right, yeah. You could have just, you know. 
woken me up, shaking me gently. You got a convertible? It's a lot better than this. Okay, so Six Flags Magic Mountain. What would be your final grade for it, the the TV miniseries movie? D plus. I would give it like a C C minus. But again, that's because I like the clown better than you do. Then let's give it since we're so close in grade. Let's give it like a a one to a hundred scale, like a hundred and eight plus zero, as you failed absolutely miserably, no points. Seventy. I give it a sixty-six. Sixty-five if I'm feeling bad about it. Sixty-seven if I'm feeling good about it. That's a grade you take home and just don't let your parents see. Yeah, you hide it under your. It's only three, four points less than your grade. Well, I didn't say my grade was anything to write home with either. (laughs) All right. So, what was the second movie we watched? See. You can't Pet, remember either. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yes. With an S. And, and and everything else was all weird about it too, not just the spelling. What was well the weirdest thing was when we were talking about what to watch <laughs> and we had watched it and I was like, We should watch another Stephen King movie and so we went through the list of Stephen King movies to see which ones could And I was like, What about Thinner? And you were like, No oh, Never watched Thinner, guys. But then we got to Pet Cemetery, and you're like, I haven't seen that. And I was like, you haven't seen Pet Cemetery? Nope. But isn't it a comedy? <laughs> I was like, yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> Let's watch that one. <laughs> you laughed so hard. Like, the silent laugh where your shoulders were shaking for, like, five minutes. And then I was like, what? Is it supposed to be funny? Yeah, I was like, were, yes. You're like, Pet Cemetery, what? the movie about burying your pets. <laughs> and then we- <laughs> it's a laugh riot. And then when you like finally stop laughing, you were like, "Why do you think it's a comedy?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure you told me it was." And you were like, "No." And there's the funny no, thing is, there's no way I would have told you that was a. But comedy. wait a minute. And the funny thing is, I want to say it was like 15 minutes into watching it. You, you, I don't know what made you laugh about it, but you were like, "This movie," and you weren't being ironic. You really were serious. You were like, "This movie's hilarious, man." And I was like, "See, that's where I got it from. You told me it was hilarious. I thought it was a comedy." So, was it hilarious? Not intentionally. <laughs> what did you think of Pet Cemetery? I liked it better than it. Pet pet lover? Well, first, my very first thought was like, why do they have to have a cemetery in a circular fashion? That seems a little weird. Why can't they have it like in a normal cemetery fashion? Well, there's fashion? two different types of cemeteries in the movie, Chrissy. There's the cemetery with an S where you bury your pets. And then there's the Indian burial ground. Yeah. Where you bury Where your the pets. Land is sour. And then they come back to kill you. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Well, when I first saw like the circular pet cemetery with Nessa, I was like, oh, I bet you I know what this is about. I bet you it's it's like zombie pets. Wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like Wonder Pets, the kids' show, except zombies. You never heard of Wonder Pets? No. Oh, well, you're missing out. It's right up there with the wiggles in terms of popularity, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, get with the times. So, um, yeah, and then they moved into, the, into this, like, little house alongside a very, very dangerous road where it's, like, t- oil tankers that just go by day in, day out, and they uh, they must have been going, like, all of them, like, 75 miles an hour. Yeah, dude, like, worst place to live ever. Seriously. And I was like, they bought this house sight unseen, and you were, like, defending them? No. I bet you they saw pictures. Didn't they... Google Maps that shit before they bought it? And right away there was foreshadowing because there's like a little baby who's kind of like playing in the yard while and the bratty older sister gets caught on the swing and the parents go to help her get out of the tire swing. 
And the baby's, like, about to get hit by a car, basically, and the neighbor saves him. And I was like, hmm, they're not paying much attention to this little baby. Not good. It was foreshadowing. They need to, like, build some mega fences. Not even that. Like, watch your freaking kid. Watch your kid. But first, build some mega fences. What are you, Michelle Bachman? Are you going to build two? I'm not keeping the Mexicans out. I'm keeping my kids from going in the road and going splat. Well, you should have a fence, yes. But I'm saying, like, don't you in general, and, and let's, like, expand upon this for one second. What is wrong? I really don't understand. What is wrong with not all, certainly most are great, but some parents today not watching their kids. They just don't watch them, and it makes me so mad. Because you know what happens if you don't watch your kid? You don't pay for it. Your kid pays for it. How much do they pay? What? How much do they pay? Pay what? Dollar. Dollar ninety cents. Oh, pay. No, with their lives. Oh. Well, you know what they should do? What? We should show this movie to parents everywhere as an example. Don't watch your kids. They get hit by a truck and then you might have to go and bury them in the Indian burial ground and then they'll come back and they'll kill your wife. No joke. That's what happens. Mommy, I want to play with you now. Daddy, it's time to play with you. The best part about this movie is the creepy kid because he likes to talk on the phone. Boy, <laughs> but he, but he, he likes a lot more than he ever used to. Well, that's what happens when you go, <laughs> when you get buried in the Indian burial ground, you come back twice as like evil and twice as talkative. <laughs> a verbose evil baby. Exactly. It's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, throughout this movie, obviously I haven't seen this in a long time, but, um, I definitely haven't seen it recently, especially after losing my own pet. I was like, man, would I be that down, like, so down and depressed that even if I knew my dog's going to come back and try to kill me, I would still bury him in the Indian burial ground. I was like, no, then I'd have to put him down again. I'll tell you, I wouldn't bring Kylie back in that regard. Well, what would happen? He would come back, but he would be, like, the scariest... You know, afraid of his own shadow, zombie dog. Would it be so scared that he, like, kills people? He'd be like, I'm so scared of you, I'll bite you! No, there would definitely be no killing people. He would be like... Oh, well, then I would totally bring him back. <laughs> He's not going to kill anybody, I'd bring him back. He would kill the most defensive, defenseless things, no, like, he um, you know, newborn babies that are no he wouldn't that come out too early or something that's not kylie he doesn't kill preemie babies (laughs) don't talk about my kylie that way worst part about this movie is the main guy who plays the dad oh my god and his acting casting ever okay now let's talk about the actual character for a second and the choices he makes first of all if you are a doctor slash md as his license plate whatever would like you to talk about don't you have to have some sort of modicum of intelligence? I mean, you do go to medical school, yes? Maybe he went to DeVry. I was going to say, what, like DeVry gives out medical degrees now? Phoenix Online. University, University of Phoenix. Yeah. I had friends who did that. They were much smarter. He was definitely like a, a himbo, I guess. He had no... He, well, I understand some people are book smart, but they don't have any common sense. Like, I get that. 
There was nothing redeeming about this guy. Like, nothing redeeming about him whatsoever. He didn't really care about the cat. He was just like, whatever, it's my daughter's cat. He didn't learn from his mistakes. No, he just... The very definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results. He did it with the cat. He did it with the baby. And in the very end, he did it with his wife. And I was shocked when he did it with his wife. Like, I was even surprised when he did it with the baby. But when he did it again with his wife, I was like, I mean, for real? Did you see what just happened? Twice? Yeah. Well, he, he got his comeuppance. But yeah, it's like, what happens after? I want to see the sequel. Like, what does she... No? Does she bury him? This is ridiculous. <laughs> no. No? You know, there's a sequel to this movie, and guess who uh, stars in it? Who? Our apartment buddy. The porn star? No, this apartment. Oh. Edward Furlong. Oh, our neighbor. Our apartment neighbor. Whom we've never actually seen. We've just been told lives here. I've sensed him. you sensed him? <laughs> yes. Is he the one who found my wedding rings? When I was going to get the mail yesterday, I stopped at one point and said... <sighs> it smells like Furlong in here. <laughs> that sounds much dirtier than I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was thinking, but that's much better than anything I could think of, come up with. <laughs> I sense that some a, a star of T two Terminator, Terminator two Judgment Day is nearby. <laughs> Furlong smells like Furlong. He's like, anymore. how did you recognize me? And you're like, I didn't. I just smelled you. He'll <laughs> be like, what? I'm like, ever Furlong, if. You died. I would care enough about you to take you and bury you in the pet cemetery. I'd be like, so you'll come back. If I ever see him, I'd be like, kill me. Sup? Can I tell you something? Do you know what I'm a fan of? Not T two like everyone else. No, I'm a fan of what I see for you in my mind, son. Do you know what I see for you in my mind? You should have been in that one movie, It, and you could have paid any one of those adult children and been better. I think you could have played the kid with asthma. Actually, I see the whole end of the movie different with you in it. Instead of all the adults <laughs> in the end, it's just Edward Furlong and a knife, brother, a knife. And you see that you see you see that freaky clown spider thing, and you don't go push it over. You just look at it and say, "I'm Edward Furlong." Do you smell what the Furlong's cooking? And it just falls over, son. That, that clown spider just falls on By the you, way, I you don't, don't have to, to... You don't have to expend any calories at all to kill it. What? I know that it's a rhetorical question. But uh-huh. when you asked, do you know what the furlong is cooking, son? All I could think of in my head was smegma? Smegma? Mm-hmm. Like smegma, like... Yeah, like that kind of... Smegma? Yeah, like that kind of smegma. What are you... Why are you associating that with our friend Edward Furlong? Because you were like, do you know what the Furlong is cooking? And come on! What am I supposed to think of? I'm so sorry, Edward Furlong, if you're ever listening to this. I don't think of you at all or connect you to Smegma in any way. I really wish that his parents had named him Jack. Jack Furlong. What a great poor name is that? You're disrespecting <laughs> the Furlong. <laughs> Back to the movie uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, another thing that Chrissy probably wasn't 
um, aware of because, I mean, does she even pay attention? Ooh, shiny. <laughs> um, Fred Gwynn plays the uh, neighbor to the family. I was just going to ask you who played that part and who he was because he seemed so familiar. Who's Fred Gwynn, Chrissy? I don't know. He seemed really familiar. He starred in a famous... Is he Mr. Wizard? No. Yes, because he looks just like Mr. Wizard, Chrissy. Were you watching some alternative Mr. Wizard? No, he played the dad on the monsters. I didn't watch the show. But you know what it was. Yeah. Frankenstein looking dude. That's not Adam's family. That's the other one. That's the other one. Yeah. But yeah, I know what it is. Nope. <laughs> anyway, he was, what the else dad did he do? he was the dad on the monsters. What else did he do that I might actually know him from? Um, not Mr. Wizard. He's definitely not Mr. Wizard. <laughs> um, Are you going to look him up? Yeah, as you talk about what else you liked about Pet Cemetery, or you didn't understand, or... Or comments Things you would change. All right. I, I was really back and forth on the casting of the little girl as the older sister. There were times where she was so annoying. I was like, well, no wonder the younger kid died. The parents and the adults in the movie were too busy trying to corral you in for being such a brat that they couldn't pay attention to the kid running in the street. So she annoyed me a lot. Oh, he's in The Secret of My Success starring Michael J. Fox. What? you never seen that one. No. Fatal Attraction? Have you seen Fatal Attraction? Nope. Did you see The Boy Who Could Fly? No. You've never seen The Boy Who Could Fly? I have not. Do you want to guess what that 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 movie's about? A boy who can fly. Bingo! I'm excited. Okay. I got something. I don't right. think there's anything that you would recognize. Oh well, then it means nothing to me that he's Every, who he is. Monsters, everyone knows. Anyway. Anyway, so the little girl, she was so she, oh, she was such a pisser, and then she actually had moments where you know, like when she was having those feverish dreams, and she would wake up and tell her mom, she's like, "I dreamt that you died, and like this happened." Mom, I just had a dream that was practically what is going on right, right. now. Right, and, and she'd be like, "Can we call Dad at least to make sure everything's okay?" And then I was like, "Oh, I kind of like the little girl now uh-huh. because she seems reasonable, exactly, and not like a banshee." Look at me! Look at me! I hate kids do that. Look at me! Look at me! I'm like, stop. I don't think there's anything more frightening than having frequent nightmares and dreams about the fact that you had to let your older sister die from spina bifida or whatever. Oh, that was pretty bad. I don't think it was, I thought it was like spinal meningitis. Was it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Either way, it's not not a good way to go. Definitely not. Especially if you're a little kid and you're taking care of your scary... Well, scary I think that the doctor who couldn't act was actually quite correct when he was like, if I ever needed a reason to hate your parents more, I have one now. Who lets their young eight, nine-year-old daughter watch after an older sister who is both paralyzed and probably clinically insane by that point? And damn it, if I have to make another promise, because when I make a promise... <laughs> I'm serious about it because I use my serious voice. He was very angry about making promises in general. I was like, dude, make all the promises you want, man. Your father doesn't like me. Have a promise explosion. Come on. Gage, I'm going to bring you back, Gage. And by bring you back, I mean I'm going to bury you under all these rocks so it takes you a long time to get out. And while you're trying, I'm going to go home and fall asleep and in a really deep tryptophan sort of sleep so you can kill everyone and I won't hear any of it. And son, 
when you die and I go and bury you in the burial grounds and you come back, I'm going to make sure that you dress up in the corniest costume possible with like a little top hat and a mustache. Oh my God, he was a pimp. <laughs> I was like, why did the baby come back as a pimp? Is that a part of it? Like... You go in the Indian burial ground, you have to claw your way out of rocks, and then they're like, congratulations, you get a pimp outfit. That's it. Well, again, we, we discussed this, but if you know your kid or your pet's going to come back, why you got to put the rocks on top? Yeah, it just seems superfluous. You gotta, you have to re-break, that's going to... And like, then when he buried his wife, he didn't even give her the shoe that she had lost. She had to like hobble home on one foot. If Even if I did come out like a happy zombie, if I had to go through rocks... Then I'd be pissed, and then I'd want to kill you. I'd be like, superfluous rocks, I'm going to kill you. Justin, I'm not going to lie. What? I would not bring you back. What? I would not. You know why? Because I'm huge, and I'm just like... Yes. Rampage. Yes, that is why. <laughs> Swear to God in my life. When he brought back the little rocks baby... Rocks bad. I when he brought back the little baby, I was like, oh, well, I mean, come on. He could probably like pick up the baby by its hair. It's so little. Like, What's he going to do? And I really thought of that. And then I was like, I would not bring back a big adult, though. I would not bring back a huge bitch. I would not. So, Justin, if you died, I would mourn the loss forever. I would never remarry and I'd probably commit suicide. But I wouldn't bring you back because you'd come back like Frankenstein. And you'd be like... This is the saddest story ever. Fire bad! And you would kill everyone in the village. And I'd be like, yep, that's my really tall well, dead Especially husband. if I had, like, a story of rocks to bash through to get out. <laughs> I'm like... Why did you? I just kept thinking of Buffy when she was buried alive, and then she came back, and everyone was like, "Look at your nails!" And she's like, "That's what happens when you have to climb through a coffin." I was in heaven. I was in heaven. She was in heaven. You pulled me out. She talked to Spike about it. My fake sister pulled me out. I love Spike. Um. (laughs) So yeah, Pet Cemetery. Why did they have to spell it wrong? Because that's how it was spelled wrong on the sign. Didn't you catch that? I did. Why was it spelled wrong on the sign? Because someone with the brain intelligence of the good doctor wrote it <laughs> when they were like four years old. Touche. Um, so what would you give Pet Cemetery as a final grade? Are we doing our zero to 100 scale or our normal scale? I don't scale? like that one. Just do the grades. Letter grade. C plus. Okay. Better, better than you? it. Oh, Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah, probably C plus. Hey, we got the same one. Dude, we only have like an hour and ten minutes worth of Halloween left. Womp womp. We should bury something dead. Um, do we have to bury something dead? Can't we just bury something? (laughs) It'd be easier to come back if we just bury something. Do you have any fun Halloween stories? Like of my childhood? My mom used to be really scared to let me eat the candy, and she would, like, inspect it piece by piece and then suggest going to get an x-ray. You never did get an x-ray, but she thought about it every year. Of course she did. What a downer. She she was right. I didn't live in the best part of town. I lived in... First of all, I grew up in Los Angeles and not in the best part. Why did she just take you to a rich part of town to trick-or-treat? Because we lived in, like, a housing neighborhood, not, like, an apartment. So it just made sense for her to walk with me around the block really carefully and inspect my candy. Eh, lame. Well, there you go. I dressed (laughs) up as Mariah Carey one year. Of course you did. It was interesting. How did that happen? How old were you? Were you, like, six years old? It was really, really weird? I was 12. Oh. 
So you're kind of too old to dress up. Were you going around? Were you trick or treating at twelve? I was. It's a little over the line. But also, you're forgetting that I looked really young for you my age eight for, years really old. Long, uh, for a really long time. I was gonna say I looked like I was like nine. But then again, you were dressed up. What era were you like? Fantasy, Mariah? No, I wore like a purple velour dress that went down to like my thigh. And, like, I held the microphone, and I did, like, the one-sided bang thing that was, like, straight on top, and then I curled the rest of my hair, and I, like, bopped out with my microphone. People probably just thought I was, like, a pop singer, but I was, in my head, I was Mariah. Where are there, I want to see pictures of this. They don't exist. That's pretty funny. Yeah. What was your best costume you've ever done? Um, I don't know best. I have a lot of worse costumes. (laughs) Like when I was, I think I was like six or seven, I was uh, E.T. Uh-huh. And I forgot what I wore except for... You were E.T. I had the head, the actual like head, it was like made of rubber or whatever. But the worst part, of, part about the, the mask was um, there were eye holes. You had to see through the nose holes. Oh, I hate those. So they were really small. Yeah. So basically I was walking around my, my neighborhood <laughs> at like six or seven just like bumping into shit. Falling into ravines. <laughs> Everybody thought that I was like E.T. They had just gotten the crap beat out of them pretty much. And like leaves. You like, were special. And like E.T. leaves like tucked into my eye hole, my nose holes or whatever. <laughs> like I, I was hitting trees like straight on and like <laughs> knocking. My, I think I like gave up after like seven houses or whatever. Oh, I was like, whatever, this is enough. It was it'd be a cross between that one and the time where I was the... I was out here in L.A. I was like 23. This is right before you. And I was supposed to be a pirate. Mm-hmm. But I started drinking a little too early. <laughs> and I started losing all the stuff to my costume one by one. <laughs> so fast forward to me being at Saddle Ranch. Like, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I had lost my hook. My eye. <laughs> over my eye. Basically everything that makes you look like a pirate. I, I had a pirate map that I lost. I was so pissed. And so I get there, and it, all the girls thought that I looked like Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm a pirate. Why would, were you wearing a turban? Like, what makes you... I don't understand the correlation. Had, How do you jump from pirate to Osama? Exactly. That's what I said. But no, all these chicks that I wanted to say hey to, like, you look like Osama bin Laden. I would have jumped from, like, pirate to Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> to the, due to the puffy shirt. I'd be like... You look like Jerry Seinfeld. That would have been better. I know. I, would have, I, would, I at least had a chance, you know, of, of talking to them. But no, nope. No chicks want to talk to some Bin Laden, apparently. <laughs> so I was like, fine. I'm just going to go here and drink my drink by myself. How many people even knew who Osama Bin Laden was back then? Chrissy, this was like 2003. I honestly... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I was thinking back when I was 20. I was like... Yeah. How dare anyone know who Osama Bin Laden is back in 2003? I was thinking back, I was like, I didn't really have any amazing costumes. <laughs> um, when I was in kindergarten, rather famously, my mom dressed me as an angel. Because she was like, you're my angel. And all the other girls were wearing really funky, awesome 80s outfits. Like, one was like a cheetah. One was like Paula Abdul. One was... <laughs> was, she, was she stumbling around something? <laughs> no, not back then. She's slurring her words? Not back then. A couple were like 
Disney princesses, but they were all like, you know, I hate to say it, but now I can that I'm older. They were all like gimmicky, awesome, hot girl, whatever. And my mom was like, you're my angel. And I was, oh man, there's a rather infamous photo of all the other little girls smiling beneath their glitter makeup and me wearing no makeup and a little wire halo above my head at the camera looking like death angel. Like I'm going to kill you and cut you while you sleep. Mom, why are you dressed up as an angel? I want to... I did, I did. And all, she was like, You're a class act. Those other girls aren't. And I'm looking at the camera like, Fuck you. Dude, you sound like your Halloween sucked. I was and never in my Halloween. And your mom was like the Mustafa over your candy. Like, she's probably like portioning parts off for her for later, knowing how she loves chocolate. And no, stuff. but she did. She, there were times where I'd be like, Mom, where did all my butterfingers go? And she'd be like, what butterfingers? And I'm like, I could tell by the way you said that. <laughs> She's like stuffed them all in her mouth at the same time. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many times over the course of my entire childhood where I'd wake her up. She used to sleep on the couch because she had a bad back and it was better for her couch in the bed. And every morning I'd go and I'd be like, hey mom. And there were, I can't tell you how many of the mornings I'd wake her up and she'd fallen asleep with something in her mouth. And I'd be like, mom. And she'd be like. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to see you next week on So I Married a Movie Geek. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall asleep with something in your mouth. One time it was Cheez-Its. <laughs> Another time it was Almond If you're on the Twitters, check us out at Chris Winners or Justin Winners. Or we discovered this new thing called Facebook this week. It's like a book of faces. You can go there and like So I Married a Movie Geek and get updates from us. And it'll show up in your Facebook feed. Or not if you want to hide it. And, that's cool if you don't want to be friends with us. And our self-esteem will be increased the more you like us. But we're totally cool with being secret friends, you guys. You don't have to, like, advertise your love for us. We could be secret buddies. Whatever. Like us and I will love you. Or like us and in I bed. will give you treats to fall asleep with that you could wake up with your mouth in in the morning. That's so gross. That was a gross story. She was in the hospital once, and they gave her almond roca, and then put her on Demerol, and she was out for five days with with almond roca in her mouth, and nobody knew. Okay, and the TMI. Her, and they were like, "Oh your my god, gonna, you could have died." Your mom was gonna murder you for for, for telling all these personal <laughs> stories about her. That's in the hospital. She doesn't even want to be on Facebook, and now you're just like talking about these stories. <laughs> I think it's me, all right. Okay, um, check you out next week when we celebrate someone's birthday. Um, I think it might be mine. Thank you.